I'm Amy, and you're listening to the Creativity Matters Podcast. Today on the Creativity Matters Podcast, continuing with November gratitude, a little bit of Patronus spell and charm. Here we go. You're listening to the CMP, a Creativity Matters Podcast. Stories of creative journey and a reminder that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Creativity Matters Podcast. I'm Amy, and this is episode 475, A Shield of Gratitude. And I'm going to pick right up where I left off with the last show, another set of gratitude notes to accompany you on your own gratitude journey this month. If this is the first show you are hearing, I would recommend going back and starting with episode 473 and then 474. In the show notes for 473, you will also find links to a bunch of gratitude-themed shows from years past. So I left off with day six, which I split because the section continued over a few days, this train of thought. So here we go. Day six. In the days of this year's November, I have thought more than once of the Patronus spell in Harry Potter. Having just rewatched those movies, this reference is one that immediately comes to mind. The way he gathers a founding memory and then casts a spell that repels everything coming towards him. The Patronus has a physical form, but it also is cast in light. What does this have to do with gratitude? Maybe everything. Maybe nothing. You would likely need your own image, of course. But I was thinking about what I hope for from a gratitude mindset. From a strong and healthy, nurturing and nourishing gratitude habit. I often think of the cloak of it. I talk about mantles and cloaks a lot in my work. They are core images for me. And I talk about the lens of it. The lens of it. But I realized the other day that what I think gratitude can be is something that becomes a shield of sorts. Something that helps cast off or push back or resist the darkness a Patronus of sorts. I find that a comforting and intriguing idea, one I am willing to pursue. Day seven. So I've been wanting to think about gratitude that way, like a Patronus. I hold on quietly and with an innocent belief, maybe in magic, and the idea that something in me might be able to stream forth and push aside the darkness, if only I can find the key, the right words, the right practice, the right mental image, the right mantra. Is that in drawing or journaling? Is it in some other activity I haven't tried? Is it maybe in gratitude? And can it really work that way? I imagine all these shiny people bouncing around so full of genuine gratitude that they are impervious to the claws of the world around them. Everything bounces off. Nothing sticks. 
But I pull back from that image because I just kind of cannot accept and deal with the idea of that much sunshiny happiness. Yeah, it's a strange, strange thing to say. But if we are cloaked in gratitude, if we are able to create this aura based on our gratitude mindset, an aura that can be channeled and directed to help turn away turn aside negativity, doubt, anxiety. How do we sustain it? Does it grow in such a way that it becomes a living autonomous part of us? If not, then I fear the moment when we drop the transient view of gratitude and the world crashes in. For me, that's sort of the risk all that happiness and then if it falls aside everything else crashes in I fear that and maybe I'm always sort of waiting for that to happen I find that gratitude thinking is something of a process of drilling down starting with one gratitude acknowledgement. Maybe it's that you are grateful that everyone is well today, for example. And then moving on from there, what is the next related gratitude that springs up as you get more and more granular or as you recognize there are other related threads, maybe more specific or maybe just the next thought or maybe simply adjacent And you just keep building. You keep drilling down. In my notes on this day, day seven, I followed a drill down path. And it's not the first time that I've thought about this process of how gratitude layers. But I followed this drill down sort of path that day. And I acknowledged being grateful for this and for that. And yet I also acknowledged the underside, the counter of it, the but. That so often I think there is a tendency to slip into a pattern of I'm grateful for this, but this other thing is still true or this is still happening. That pattern can be a problem. And that pattern is partly what makes gratitude difficult for me. Like most of the problems related to my own adoption of gratitude, I try to face those issues head on, see where they go, see if I'm right to be cautious or how I can further maximize my gratitude, how I can continue to shape it, make it fit. And so on this day, I followed the train of thought that was the but of the moment. Grateful for this and for that, but these things are also true unexplained, worrisome, real. And that level of tracking is pretty personal. I'm not going to read all of that. But in the end, what I could acknowledge to myself is simply this. Gratitude is hard. I think it can be hard to believe in the power of gratitude. I find this to be an ongoing struggle. Day eight. I am grateful this morning for a merino shirt on top of a $5 long sleeve tee from back in the day when something might be $5. 
It is pouring outside again. So I woke to gray-backed white skies and the rushing sound of wind and rain. My hands are cold. My fingers are cold. Simple sentences. Small sentences. I feel stilted this morning. Distracted almost by the sound of the rain. The sounds like rushing water. But I know it must be the sound of traffic on wet roads. The intersection below. I feel stilted and suddenly I think again of the shifting nature of gratitude. Shifting in that you can zoom in closer and closer and closer, or you can zoom out. It reminds me of that song by which kids lay claim to their position in the world, a child and a family and a house and a city and a state, and it increases in scope with each line, widening, broadening, encompassing. And we can do this with gratitude. We can go either direction, And I wonder if one direction might feel different than the other, if there is more power in moving outward or in zooming in. You can start at any level, though. From the macro, you can be grateful for something vast, the world or the planet or the galaxy you pick. And then you gradually move in, narrowing your gratitude, layering your gratitude on each thing until you reach a center. And some days your layers might be huge, leaps and bounds between each new element. Some days you might have very small narrowing, starting somewhere small and building your gratitude stack in tiny layers, fine layers, a mesh of gratitude being layered. You can start at a simple core and move out too. The same process in reverse. I can be thankful for the chair I am sitting on for the cushion I'm sitting on, for the table that I now work at, for a keyboard, computer, sweater, cup of coffee, working heat, power, a dry room to stay out of the rain, for the rain itself, for the sounds of traffic and wind and rain, for the trees I see out the window, for the curtains, more than 22 years old and still standing, still hanging, We can keep going and adding, and it is easy to build this stack. In this way, gratitude is easy and simple. Even when I say gratitude is not always easy, there is something easy about this. You start with one sentence, and it's so easy then to find the next one. One gratitude, and you find the next one. It is easy to build this stack like a child's pyramid of rings. You drop a large colored ring on the base and then you add the next one, hoping to stack them in order so that they go from largest to smallest or the other way around. Or like a set of nesting dolls, the small being encircled by the next size and the next and the next. These stacks are reusable too. They're not one time only. Every time you stop and make a mental stack, it might be different. You might start somewhere else. A pin the tail on the donkey moment of pegging a spot and going from there. I could start with the paintings on the mantle and all that they symbolize. I could start with the Christmas tree that I left up this year. I could start with the ceramic pieces lining the top of the TV cabinet in need of a shelf. I could start 
with the pile of books and CDs and DVDs on the floor all around me, things I am trying to sort, clear, or box up. Some of these things I could alternately find frustrating or sad, but with a deliberate lens of gratitude, the view changes. And the reasons for gratitude begin falling into place. A map of relations and relationships through time that form underpinnings that mark periods and stages and ages and circumstances and years and good things, things to be grateful for. The lens makes all the difference. You can think of it like a telescope. You're zooming in and out or binoculars, twisting until you bring it into focus. But there is something really, really, really seductive about the stack and the layering. Start with one, and then what's the next one, and the next one, and the next one? It's pretty easy to just keep going. Pretty easy. I am the art. The art is me. And that is it for today. Going to stop there and put the next ones together in a next episode. So thank you for listening. I'm Amy. You can reach me at creativitymatterspodcast at gmail.com. The show notes are on the creativitymatterspodcast.com website. You can find me at Instagram as oamyoamy. And I do share Illustrate Your Week prompts there every Sunday. Thank you to those of you who support the show in any way, including Ko-fi, Amazon Wishlist, or Patreon, or by listening and telling others about the show. The music I play is courtesy of Nikolai Heidlis. Until next time, remember that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. And don't forget to breathe. Have a good week, everyone.